welcome, 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 welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled, 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 thrilled. You can bold italicize that 75 font that you have found your way here. Is there anything more soul quenching than getting content right when you need it? And that is what I hope this community, this conversation, what we deliver here gives each and every one of you. The shout out this week goes to our friends in Lake Bay, Washington. How beautiful does that even sound? Like as it rolls off the tongue, I almost feel as if mother nature is just giving me a soul quenching moment. That sounds beautiful. My friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In between doing all the things, in between being all the things, you took the time for you. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. And in between saying, I'm busy, I can't do the thing, how am I going to get it all done? Da 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 da. You made the time for you. Here's to you, here's to this community. Know that whatever season of your life you are in, you are not alone. I'm so happy to have you here. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine this week, and she said to me, Meg, I didn't even know you had a newsletter. (laughs) And I laughed because I thought, God, I am so bad at this self-promotion, aren't I? And listen, guys, I have a 15-year career in sales. So why is it that we have this hard time advocating for ourselves and sharing these things that we're working on? So if you do, my friend, if you struggle as well, I want you to know that you are not alone, myself included. If you're like her and you didn't know that we had our own weekly newsletter, allow me to share that with you, our Micro Step Monday. We pop in your inbox every Monday morning. It gets sent around 6.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with a little nugget, a little two, three-minute read on how to live intentionally, not just exist in the week ahead. And I can't think of a better time for that to hit your inbox than on a Monday morning as all this shit comes flowing your way. Read that before you get into your day because your thoughts my friend, as we're going to talk about in this episode, control what you look for and what you look for and let you find. If that feels of interest to you, I want you to sign up by going to Megan, M-E-G-A-N hyphen Miller.com. And at the bottom of the homepage, you'll see join the community. I will hyperlink that in the show notes. To any of our new tribe members, my name is Megan Miller. I am an intentional living expert today that was not always the case. I had a a 15-year career in uh, hospitality. I was addicted to it. It brought me to my knees. I never spent any time getting to know myself, chameleon, people-pleasing mode. I was raised uh, in a single-parent household in central Pennsylvania, a chubby kid with a speech impediment, 600 SAT score, C student, was told I would never amount to much and I believed it for a long time and after life brought me to my knees and I began this seven-year journey of getting to know myself. It has created the foundation for these small little intentional micro steps that you can use 
my friend began to turn down the volume from the outside world that's been bullhorning in your ear your whole life of what you should do, be one, and give you the courage, the conversation, the toolkit to turn up those inner gut whispers. Because my friend, you can have a life that you can't wait to wake up to, not one you need a vacation from. I can promise you that. Welcome to putting attention to intention. My friends, my friends, my friends, my friends, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Attention to Intention. Isn't serendipity a beautiful thing? You know, you may have heard me talk about this before in this community, this spirituality drawer of my life and how for so long it was empty. I mean, like really empty. I'm talking dust in there empty. For me as a kid, you know, I grew up sitting in a church pew. It never really felt like home, but that was how I was brought up. Oh, hold on. The dog needs to go outside. <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does. One moment, please, while I'll let Jenny out because our little 14-year-old Beagle Bassett mix, it's all about her. One moment, please. And we are back. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if anyone is a uh, has a, a fur baby that is listening, man, I'll tell you what, kind of, I, we don't have any children together, Michael and I, but I kind of feel like it would be like having a kid. And this chick, 14 years old, she is a rescue dog, a Beagle Bassett mix, man, she has a personality on her. So what was I talking about? Oh, the spirituality. So, you know, I don't think that I ever allowed myself to even talk about religion or spirituality. You know, when I was little, we would go to church with my grandmother, who was very stiff, very rigid, and have to sit there and look the part. And I never looked forward to going and I let alone really getting anything out of it. And I think, you know, how how often that goes for so many areas of our life, we might not feel a connection to a certain thing, whether that's a career path we're taught to have, whether that's a relationship, whether that's how we're supposed to look in our body, whatever the thing is. We never really question it. We just automatically say this isn't for me and we move on. And I don't think it was until COVID, my mid-30s, that I allowed myself when the world felt like it was falling apart and there was all of this uncertainty, did I, did I finally almost write myself a permission slip to be open and curious to the world of spirituality? And as I did, I found my homecoming, my homecoming with these readings and this content on the universe and your light team and your angels and the messages they give us if you are open to receiving them. I say all this, my friend, to say, you know, whatever spirituality looks like for you, get curious about it. Just get curious. It doesn't 
need to be what you were brought up believing. There is no right. There is no wrong here. It's what feels right for you. And I can sit here today and tell you that as the spirituality drawer of my life became full, as I wrote myself a permission slip to get curious on what felt right for me, you know, my trust has grown, my courage has grown. And I feel like when you lighten your grip around the wheel of life, what shows up is so much more powerful than you ever could have planned. And you have more fun along the way. And that, my friend, brings me to what I want to talk to you about today. This serendipitous gift, that's the only way I can think of it, that was gifted to me yesterday as I watched this Heal documentary. Now, we watched it on Prime, but I think it's also on Netflix. I'm going to hyperlink the the trailer in here. Two minutes. Do yourself a solid and just watch the trailer. And if it speaks to you, please watch the documentary. And if not, then hey, no harm, no foul. At least you gave yourself permission to watch the trailer. So before I get into this this documentary, I want to give you a little backstory. I want to set the scene for you on yesterday. So we have had so much going on in our lives. So, so much as is life, though, right? As is life. So we've had the move. We've had finances. We've had family issues. And a friend of ours was in a bad accident. Uh just and I just found out yesterday morning. So life has been very stressful. And what I think is so interesting is that our bodies can become so immune to handling stress that you don't even think you're under stress until something happens. And historically for me, that has been when I've been brought to my knees on the corner crying, having a meltdown when the entire time I've told myself, I'm fine, I don't fail, I'm fine, I can take it. But this came a little differently. Any of this sound familiar to you, my friends, by chance? So I'm having this beautiful morning. I am curled up in a blanket outside, writing pen to paper, my therapy, and I come to work out and I hurt my back. I hurt my back. It was one of those that you're like, fuck, that is going to hurt. And it did. And it did. And I did the thing that I can't even tell you how long it's been since I've done this. I looked at my honey, I looked at Michael and I said, I need to curl up and I need to lay in bed for a little bit. And so I laid down. So I'm laying in bed and I find this heel documentary on Prime, which is all around this mind body connection. Cha. Ching. And I am hooked. I am hooked. So the whole premise of this documentary is about how our mind, how our thoughts, how our perception, how our energy plays this vital role in the roadmap of our bodies, of our immune systems, of our health, of our ability to heal. And when you think about it, these are the things that we've never been taught. You know, we've always been taught you're sick. You go to the doctor, they write you a script, you pop the pill, you do the thing, you feel better. 
But what I loved about this documentary is it weaves in these doses of science matched with spirituality that says, listen, it's not about your genes. It's not about going to the doctor like we've been taught to believe in Western medicine. It's not about popping the pill. We have more control over our bodies than we've been ever taught to believe. And our body has this beautiful ability, this extraordinary ability to be a healer if we open up these blockages from our mind to our body. Oh, my God. Salvating, salvating, salvating. I've been a huge fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza for years. You may have heard him talk, uh, us talk about him. <laughs> Excuse me. You might have heard us talk about him on this podcast. Uh, he has many mic drop moments in this film. Basically, his story is that he was hit by a car while doing a triathlon. He was told he may never walk again. And the doctor told him that he had to do this very risky procedure and how he felt. He had this just this inner gut whisper that it wasn't for him. So he left the hospital and he worked on his body and mind connection. I know this sounds crazy, guys. I know it does. But he healed himself. Look it up. Look it up. So his whole work is around mind. Excuse me, what is happening over here? I am falling apart. Isn't it interesting how I'm doing uh, an episode with you all right now about our body and uh, mine seems to be falling apart at the moment. What does that tell you? <laughs> Perhaps I should listen to my own words here right now. So Dr. Joe Dispenza's work is all around this, this mind-body connection, this you can think positive thoughts all damn day long. But if you're not open, it if you're not open to receiving it in your body, they call it coherence, right? Where your your body is open to receiving it, then it doesn't do you any damn good. So his whole work is around getting people in these states of this coherent, this mind body connection. And it's so interesting because as I look back on my own life and during my deepest darkest moments, and you know I never even put two and two together at the time ever. But now I can look back and think I was always sick during those moments. Always sick. I had vertigo. Every flu bug that came around, I got it. And I was working out. I was moving my body. I was young, you know, air quote, by all of society's standards. I shouldn't have been getting sick. And I never thought about the stress of my body, of my life, of my thoughts, opening my body to become more susceptible to these diseases. Your body, and when it's under stress, the shit that you've run from, right, that you've never dealt with, your body becomes more susceptible to disease. Think about it in your own life. Give yourself a moment to really think about when you look back on your own life, when you got sick, what was going on in your life? And you ever work on a on a work project to sheer exhaustion? You deliver the thing, you hit send, and within moments you get sick. I thought to myself, holy shit. I never even put two and two together about the stress in our lives 
and all of the stress going on with us. And boom, an old back injury flares up. Not surprising. You know, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine earlier this week, and she went into a new role within her organization. And really within days, within days, the there was elimination going on within the organization, reorging. And wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know, she got sick. She got sick right around that same time and hasn't been able to feel better because there's all of this uncertainty going on in her work life. And when you think about your own journey, and when you look back at your own health, when you didn't feel like yourself, what was going on in your life? 90%, of what take people to the doctor's offices, it's stress-related illnesses. Mm-mm-mm. We don't feel good. We think to ourselves, let's go to the doctor. They pop us a pill. You know, in this documentary, and listen, we've heard this before, that this content has been around, but I think it's so powerful to hear again and again and again that this fight or flight, you know, your your body does not know the difference. It, your, your body still operates off this old-ass computer system, right? So there was a time in humanity where, you know, you were scared of the saber-toothed tiger that could come after you. So your body's been trained in those situations to get out of it, get out of it at any cost, right? But your brain, the old-ass computer system that it is, think of it like dial-up when we're living in a world of 5G. Your brain doesn't understand the difference today between that saber-toothed tiger that is no longer a stressor or a worry in our world versus your spouse, versus your partner, versus uh, making the rent, versus having the kids, versus doing the thing, versus getting the accolades, right? So your body can be under stress and you don't even know it. As you know, I love me a micro step. I love a micro step because it moves us out of information in, into action. So you might be thinking, Meg, yes, all of this sounds sounds so spot on to how I'm feeling, what's going on in my life, but how do I change it? That's always the thing, right? How do you change it? And they went over these eight things that you can do that has been proven time and time again to heal yourself. And I'm going to run through them now. I would love for you to write these down. If you can, grab a pen and paper or come back to this, pause it, timestamp to stamp it and write these down when you can. Because when your body starts to whisper to you that it's not feeling right, Remember um, when we had the, uh, my friend, the Reiki master on, I love Dana, and she talked about when you began to listen to your body whisper, you don't have to listen to it scream. And that is so true. That is so true. When you hear your body whisper that it's not feeling right, I want you to listen to it. And I want you to revert back to this list. So what is on this list? Number one, changing your diet. 
you know, 85% of how you feel is around your body, around what you eat, around if you're drinking all the time, around if you're popping the Tylenol every damn day, if you're eating all of the processed junk food. So what are you, what are you eating? What are you putting in your body? Right. And you can, it doesn't need to be a huge, massive shift right away. Like we think to ourselves, okay, I'm going to fast, especially after the holidays, right? Where you're like, oh, I just gorged myself. Like Veronica, oh my God, what was her name on Willy Wonka? Veronica Gloop. I've just gorged myself and now I'm going to fast. That's not the way it works. How about you just, if you always eat the cookies instead of having two? How about you have one, right? Just start small with being more aware of your diet. I've heard a lot of people, and I did this for a while, write down what they eat because you can so quickly just grab what's around you and you don't even realize what you're eating in a day. So start a food journal. How cool would that be? Changing your diet. Step two, taking control of your health taking control of your health. You know, a lot of this is uh, preventative, right? So how many of us, I've had so many conversations with girlfriends, even with guy friends who don't make time for the doctor's appointments for their annual checkups because they feel fine. I'm too busy. Make the time. Make the time for the doctor's appointments for the annual checkups. Keep it in check. Follow your intuition. This I love. Because I think if you give yourself a few moments of silence, which hell we all run from because it can be scary as all hell, especially when you know you're not living your life the way that you should. But just a few moments of silence. You know, one of my things that I always love to do is whenever I'm in the car, so we can even be driving five minutes over to my parents' house, but just in silence, Giving myself just a few moments to let life let me speak to me can be so powerful. So listen to that tiny gut whisper using herbs and supplements. You know, I started, my mom had always told me to get on a a regimen of vitamins and all of these things. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But the older I've gotten, the more I've really become more um, aware of wanting to feel healthy and show up the best possible way I can because you and I both know when you feel like shit, you show up like shit. So in the morning, I have added slowly into my routine um, some vitamin supplements and they're all natural. So a vitamin B, a vitamin D, um, a biot, well, biotin to keep myself looking younger. But I have a little bit, I, t- I take some some vitamins in the morning, all natural, to keep myself showing up and feeling better. And I, I feel like I have been. So uh, don't be afraid to use supplements or herbs. Releasing suppressed emotions. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. This is why I love myself a pen to paper. You don't need to do therapy. Therapy for me um, just never felt right. But what did feel right and what felt like something I could do at my own pace and 
what I felt comfortable with was just putting pen to paper. And you might think to yourself, well, I don't know what to write. You do. Just give yourself a few moments. Doesn't No one needs to see the shit. Just clear your mind with the, the thoughts going in there, putting it to pen to paper. I don't even reread it. Just let it out. Embracing social support. You know, we think that we have to do this journey alone, especially when we feel like we're not doing it perfectly. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, each and every one of you has a tribe of people that want to support you. If you're vulnerable enough to ask, you have a support system and it makes life a hell of a lot easier. Deepening your spiritual connection. We talked about that. What feels right to you? There is no right. There is no wrong. I would say just get curious. Get curious. And the, in the hyper-connected world that we live in today, there is so much content for you to Google, to YouTube, to read. So give yourself a gift of just getting curious on reading what feels right to you. And you'll know if you have a connection to it, but give yourself that gift to fill that spiritual drawer. And number eight, have a strong reason for living. Have a strong reason for living. I can't think of a more powerful thing. We all have things to do and we all have a path and we all have those around us who love us and care about us. And I think when you're able to recognize that and lean into that and know that you have so much to do during your time in this life, in this world, and you got one go about, it gives you the strength to keep carrying on. So let me run through those again. One, changing your diet. Two, taking control of your health. Three, following your intuition. Four, using herbs and supplements. Five, releasing suppressed emotions. Six, embracing social support. Seven, deepening your spiritual connection. And eight, having a strong reason for living. And when you look at this list, when you hear this list, what do you see? What do you hear? The majority of these things are mental. They are spiritual. They are emotional. My friend, if you are going through a health scare, if you have a close family friend that is, know that you, you can heal your body. Here's to the power of creating more knowledge, more conversation, more awareness around these things that we have never been taught. Standing by you, and I'm standing with you, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be here, and most importantly, for taking the first step and in investing in yourself. Do me, do yourself, do your tribe a solid. And if you liked what you heard, please do share this with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when the message is around putting power back into your own life. If you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, my friends, carry on with intention.